happy, happy new year, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment, the first episode of 2021. Man, 2020 is finally over. I know some folks are extremely glad 2020 is over. Uh, Obed, happy new year to you, sir. How, how, how you doing, my friend? Happy New Year to you as well, Sherm. I'm fantastic, man. I made it. I made it. Not. I'm, I guess we're halfway through the COVID winter. We'll see what uh, <laughs> January, February, March have to bring to us. I know, right? Hopefully things get better. Things start opening up. You know, people will start getting healthier. You know, this is definitely the time. You know, be thankful. We're wishing everyone a very happy and healthy New Year. Of course. I mean, now that it is the New Year, we are here like on January first. I mean, dude, Obed, you have any plans or any goals for this New Year's, this 2021? Honestly, I just want to keep building, uh, you know, the, 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 the projects that I've been working on in the, in the mm. side, you know, doing fantasy analysis so that I can not end uh, in fifth place in my league. <laughs> um, thank, thanks a lot, Cam Newton. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, oh, and sure, then you should have known better than that one. That's fired. You know, I mean, you think he might do something against the Arizona Cardinals and come out there and score four points. Uh, and then, you know, I want to right. keep building my freelance. I got to get those those streams so that, you know, I can make financial independence and an early retirement a real thing. Mm, I do. That's it's not. It's, that's not a bad goal at all, man. Yeah, How about for, yourself? How about yourself? For me, man, just really just uh, do, just making my money make money. Having making basically when you start to save more and, and get into some more investment, investing and just you know switching up the game a little bit. Just having my money make money for me, so I don't have to work as much. That's definitely that was the goal. Like you said, possibly to retire early one day. That'd be the that'd be the ultimate goal there. So that's more of me on my focus on it. And you know, and, and growing, growing, uh, growing this channel, growing. What's the word entertainment? Making sure giving the people what they want, you know, and getting it live and live and in charge. You know what I mean? So yeah, hopefully 2021 will be a better year than 2020. I mean, that's the mindset going in, right, Obed? Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I, I can't say what 2021 will be. Mm -hmm. uh, I just know that currently the bar is set very low that I feel <laughs> the only way is up. <laughs> right. I, I, I feel like that is the only way. I mean, I don't know, maybe you can go sideways, I guess, but damn, <laughs> you know, Yikes. this ain't the cha-cha slide. Not to the left and the right. No, no electric slide either. Okay, cool. All right. Hey, we'll you see. can do it. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Let's get into it, man. Let's start with a quick little NBA action. Um, now it was announced that the other the other day that the players will be asked to be wearing some contact tracing sensors, you know, to get in, to figure out, you know, if they were in vicinity of other players. I'm not sure how much this will help and how effective this will be, you know, in the in the bat against co uh, coronavirus. You know, the NBA did a fantastic job. We've we talked about with the bubble. Um, you know, coming back from last year, which is a few months ago in Orlando. Now, will the, I'm just I'm trying to figure out, will the, this is the best method to kind of limit the interactions between people and limit the coronavirus, coronavirus cases? Because to me, the bubble was the best thing that they did and it worked, you yeah, know? So I'm just, I don't know if this is kind of really the, you know, this is going to work like flawlessly. I know they're trying to just limit it, you know, interactions, the ability and in China to record the distance and duration of, of in-person interactions. And they want to, um, they, want, they don't want, basically don't, they don't want to needlessly quarantine someone that doesn't need to be quarantined, you know? So I get that. So I'm wondering how much can this actually help? I don't really know how much it'll help, honestly. I mean, will it allow us to know when players come in contact? Absolutely. Will it keep games from being canceled because players end up on the restriction list? Absolutely not. Uh, one of our best-known leagues, the National Football League, used contact tracing. It didn't matter. They still canceled and moved games. They still mm -hmm. amended the schedule, you know, and that was because they, uh, let's, let's be quite honest here, they are not a progressive set of ownership in the NFL uh, with some of the things that they've gone through and some of the, the way that they've treated uh, their players through certain things, much like the Black Lives Matter movement, much like uh, dealing with uh, uh, individuals coming, uh, making light of uh, situations like the abuse of police to African-Americans mm -hmm. and just uh, uh, civilians in general. Right. Um, um, so no, I mean, it, it, as far as we know, like you said, the best method is having a bubble. I'd feel bad because the players have to sacrifice so much in order for the air to be a bubble, right? Like right. I, when uh, coming into this year, LeBron James was like, listen, don't expect to see me the first month. Now he did show up in the mm -hmm. first month because he did, he would refuse to miss uh, those um, uh, Christmas day games. But right. um, this has taken a toll on them in what it takes because it, in order to make this work, they have to be, uh, separated from everyone else they have to be away from in their, their families own, away from the family and with their friends their loved ones and that can be hard that can be tough yeah but i mean it's also sometimes even for the better because you don't know what family or friend or loved one may come over and who may, who may even have that you know some sort of symptoms of, of the coronavirus you know they may not be aware of it too Absolutely. i mean I, I i i get that and all but i mean like i said the bubble worked 
and having people letting them roam free. Look at your boy, James Harden goes to the club, boom, without a mask. You know what I mean? It's just the beginning, you know? So, yeah. and if you let them roam free and do whatever they want, it's gonna, it's gonna just keep going off like that. It's gonna keep happening. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's why I feel like it, I mean, hell, if it works great if it doesn't and it make games canceled or get pushed around you know i think there's gonna have to be some changes that's gonna you know that's gonna have to be made later on in the season 100 percent. yep so we'll see how that goes um another news the wizards are probably one of the very start off starting off to a very disappointing uh 2020 uh 2021 season excuse me they started 0-4 now 0-5 after last night's loss I really wanted to, this was obviously the biggest trade of the kind of the off season with Russell Westbrook coming over from Houston. So now that now that they're 0 and 5, which is basically the worst record in the NBA, their only other winless team in the league right now is the Detroit Pistons at 0 and 4. So is this really going to work? Was this the best move for Westbrook to go to Washington, Obed? Because as of right now, it doesn't look like it was. You know, it doesn't look like it was, but something that he said gives me gives me some hope there where he said it's a tough time, but you got to figure it out, especially for myself. I really, really hate losing. So it's tough for me to kind of reset. But as being a leader, you can't lead just when things are going well. You have to lead when things are going aren't going your way. Mm -hmm. I will say that the team he has around him in Washington, Mm -hmm. is it as talented as the team that he was playing with in Houston? I think there's some parallels there. I think there's some some better individual players on his team uh, here in Washington by comparison. Yes, you can't replace a guy like James Harden, but you don't need a guy like James Harden to be successful around you. Um, as showcased by the fact that James Harden has not really been successful with a team anywhere he's been. Um, I think Westbrook is in a better place. They just have to figure it out. I mean, we're saying the same things about Tom Brady when the Bucs weren't looking great and the Bucs have now been to the playoff, are now going to the playoffs for the first time in like, what, 13 years? Right. There's something to be said about adding the right kind of leadership, right kind of uh, on the court on the field leadership and talent that I think he'll bring them around 0 five is not a great start it's not good no, but it's it, not at all yeah I mean but Westbrook is putting up numbers he's he's averaging almost 20 a game with what almost 13 rebounds and over 12 assists a game so he's average he's already at their first four games he's having a triple triple double already so he's getting his yeah. numbers but he's just yeah. not getting the help I mean this team is not really I don't think this team is built to win I do like Bradley Bill but other than Beal that's it you know Westbrook doesn't have the help they don't have a big man you know Robin Lopez is coming off the bench you mean you know what I mean yeah Hashimura I don't think he's a legitimate force uh, in the post uh, either so yeah. looking at this squad just overall I don't think this is a legitimate you know uh, a team that can contend I think they're yeah. going to need more help so I guess but I, but I guess it is what it is Washington they're going to have to start winning some games soon and, and I think Westbrook if they continue losing and they miss the playoff Westbrook will end up trying to force his, force his way out of Washington just like he kind of forces his way out of Houston as well I believe that. I mean, really, for me, it comes down to what they're going to get out of Otto Porter Jr. I, I kind of need to see him step up and, and help this team a lot better. Uh, he did do some some scoring uh, in this last game. Great for him to come out and be out, uh, be available for them. But I really need to see, you know, them him be some part of that big three for them and kind of like help carry this load because they're going to need it to get down a stretch and make a playoff spot. Yeah, it, it's kind of just like, I mean, well, I mean, didn't Otto, didn't Otto go over? I thought Otto left Washington, if not mistake. I thought he was... Uh, excuse me if I'm mistaken. I thought he, I thought he went to Chicago. Is he in Chicago? Is that why he was? He, well, I mean, he would have been in the game, but he probably would have been playing for Chicago. So yeah, yeah, let's, I, let's, we'll get, we'll get the, the, the stats guys to get on that one. <laughs> I know. Right. But man, like I said, either way, Washington needs to turn around. I don't, I don't think Westbrook stays more than a year in Washington that's just, yeah that's just, I, I agree with that I mean he just he you know forced his way out of Houston to end up in Washington if Washington doesn't work we'll see where he ends up yep exactly so let's move along let's get into the, to, uh, some NFL news in action let's kind of do a quick recap of week 16 um first up man the Christmas day games were pretty entertaining as was, was more importantly the Saints and Vikings game man your boy Ooh. Alvin Kamara Went on a tear, ladies and gentlemen. Don't... Super Camario, my goodness. Ooh, man, dude, he went off, what, for six scores in the ground? Six scores on the ground, and this is a guy who usually you worry about through the air. 22 for 155 and six TDs, my God. Mm-hmm. Saints won that game 52 to 33 over Minnesota. But, man, Camaro was just going off. Breeze looked like bit of him his old self you know going yeah. for 311 but he only but he did have two picks no touchdowns but he didn't really need to throw the touchdowns because Kamara was running all over, all over the place absolutely um uh, but man are the Saints kind of getting back in gear are they are they looking like they could be the, the team to beat in the NFC you know, bad? 
I feel like they will be a competitor in the NFC. I don't know if they're the team to beat in the NFC, knowing that uh, okay. there are, you know, we don't know what Seattle's going to look like. Again, the Bucks are still in this thing. Uh, and you have to keep in mind that Aaron Rodgers is going to make a name for himself. We'll talk about him later. Um, and this, the Packers are, are a team that you're going to have to watch out for, especially if they end up with this uh, home field advantage. Um, uh, who's in the pole position for home field advantage right now? Is it the Saints? I believe it is the Vikings. The Vikings. Uh, and that's, okay. I mean, the Packers. It's the Packers. Packers, Packers, Packers. Oh, and folks, it's just been announced. Alvin Kamara has tested positive for the coronavirus. Hi, oh, watch out. It has just come out. On the Newswire. The Saints, Alvin Kamara has tested positive for COVID-19, which basically means he probably will not be playing this weekend season finale. So that's going to change some few things right there. So yes, I think yes, he will be missing the season finale against Carolina. Do they need him to be Carolina? I don't think so, but Probably it's not, not good for that. He might as well take the two weeks off and get ready for the postseason as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I did want to highlight that. You know, let's let's be honest here. What what there seems to be a resurgence of the running back position now. While individuals like Zeke uh, Elliott are not performing well, let's be honest, his offensive line has gone down the drain. He doesn't have right. his, his star quarterback. Uh, you know, uh, Alvin Kamara, 187 for 932 yards, 16 touchdowns. He probably will not end up with a thousand yard season because he is going to miss this week. We'll see what happens if he tests positive, if he mm-hmm. can test negative in, in the uh, conclusion um, of the weekend. But, you know, he signed a, a five for 75 million, which is really four years for 33 million. Uh, and we also talked about last year, last year, uh, excuse me, last week, uh, uh, Derek Henry mm-hmm. signing a huge contract coming out and averaging 119 yards a game. Uh, it, it's, it seems like the running backs seem to be carrying the load paying mm-hmm. off when we watch these QBs who are just flaming out on big contracts. I mean, how bad is Jared Goff going to look right? You've overpaid your quarterback. You then are going to overpay your wide receiver. Michael Thomas has not had a bad year, but Michael Thomas has not returned on the kind has, of investment. He hasn't been healthy at all for yeah. this year, right? You know, so we'll give him, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt on not being healthy there, but without an effective quarterback to deliver the ball, if you have to hand the ball off 30 times a game, the running backs are getting their work in the running backs are being like i don't know who the saints look like if alvin Kamara has not had the year that he's had no you're 100 right when obviously with breeze went down with the uh rib slash lung injury there you know um kamara has only been played i mean excuse me uh, michael thomas as you said has only played in in what a handful of games this year i think he's played in what seven games side of the 15 so far so yeah i mean the running back position is definitely i guess come alive once again because before back in the day in the 90s early to excuse me, early 2000s, it was run, run, run the football first, establish the run, then you can open the pass. And now, obviously, we know it's a passing league, but, you know, Kamara, you mentioned Henry, uh, Dalvin Cook in, in Minnesota. Oh, my goodness. You know? Cook. Who you are know? the Vikings without Dalvin Cook? That, that, exactly, exactly. So it's just, you know, even Tampa Bay's got, you know, got some got, got some good backs out there. The 49ers yeah. got some good backs out there, yeah. you know? So it's, you know, look at the brand, Nick Chubb. Uh, yep. Kareem Kareem Hunt, you know, so the running back position, Carolina without uh, without Christian uh, McCaffrey, McCaffrey you know? exactly. So the running back position has definitely come to the forefront as one of the you know as as going back to like being a leading position, and not it's not just the quarterback and, and receiver anymore. It is the running back. So yeah, this is kind of I guess the year of the running back, if you would say so. It's yeah. it's it's good to know, good to see it once again. But yeah, Kamara being out for the Saints, that's absolutely going to hurt them if if he cannot. Hopefully, he. I don't said I don't think they need him for Carolina, but if he has to that's negative throughout the week and hopefully he'll come back for the uh, first playoff game. Cause if green Bay wins, I believe green Bay wins the weekend. They have their first, they have the buy and remember only one team gets a buy this year. Yeah. So that's going to, that's going to change some things. We'll see how that goes. Um, the uh, bucks and lions game. Well, that was, that was a snooze fest for, <laughs> for anyone there, man. Goodness the bucks gracious. just roared past the Lions, going, blowing them out. Brady looks like Brady once again. Would you agree, Obed? I would agree. I mean, let's, I want to just as a, as a diehard Patriots fan who's watched this man many times, Tom Brady is a university of Michigan alum. Anytime he steps foot in Ford field, he's going for a perfect passer rating. What did he get this (laughs) evening? A perfect passer rating Mm. in the first half. Okay, 22 to 27, 348 and four. He a percent looked like uh the the resurgence of of uh, a young Tom Brady, very virile mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Watch out, he might have another kid. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, but I I again it was very nice to be able to play the den the uh Detroit Lions because that team is a dumpster fire. Okay, oh, so. yeah, we yeah, we have we definitely know that. We talked about that for the past couple weeks, even last week when Joel was on his squad. Man, the Lions have just been horrible. Matthew Stafford only played a couple snaps. Um, Got injured in that game. Yeah. 
yeah, uh, non-contact know, injury. Hopefully he comes back better. But that man is just—he's just taking a beating, a shellacking. Yeah, but Tampa Bay—they looked good. Mike Evans went off, going getting for almost 200 yards through the you know, on the you know through the air with two scores. Tampa Bay looks like a phenomenal, phenomenal team when they're going off like that. When Brady looks like his old self. Now let me ask you this: Can Tampa Bay can really con- compete in the NFC? Because I think that we have to look at Green Bay, obviously New Orleans, and then Tampa Bay. Even though Tampa Bay. Um, is not going to is not winning the they didn't get the division, but still, yeah. even as a wild card, yeah. Tampa Bay is legitimate. Would you say? I think Tampa Bay is legitimate. It depends on which defense shows up to play, which offensive line shows up to play. When Tom Brady has time, he currently is number two in the league for yards per attempt at 9.2 yards, 9.2 at 43 years old. He is chucking it down the field far more than he ever did with the Patriots, which is just a testament to the offense that they're running. And you think about this guy stepping in for his first time with Bruce Arians. You know, I I just people didn't know if Tom Brady could adapt. I always told people they the long ball in New England was a low percentage percentage throw because the Patriots offense was never designed to have a downfield threat until the year they added Randy Moss. Right. Mm -hmm. If we don't have a guy until the years that they added uh, uh, what is his name? Brandon Cooks. Until you have a deep threat that Tom Brady can trust, he's not going for a three percent play. Now, I get it. You talk about offenses like the Chiefs. You talk about offenses. uh like the Rams, you talk about stuff that are downfield throwing uh, passes, and that's fine. They right. have consistent standard uh, big threat wide receivers that you can throw to big body guys. And when Tom Brady has that in a guy like Brandon Cooks, 1,200 yards, almost 12 touchdowns uh, with Randy Moss, you know, 1,200 yards, 23. So, that year, Tom record, Brady right. broke the record. He threw 27 touchdowns to stay on par with the average for every other quarterback. And then he threw 23 to one guy. When Tom Brady has the players, when he has the kind of offense that is deserved of a first ballot GOAT Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. then that's what you're going to get. And I think he's somebody that you need to watch out for because we know that December and January is Tom Brady, is when Tom Brady shines. Yeah, I mean, with this, there are so many weapons we've talked about so many times with Evans and Godwin and Gronk and, and AB and the running backs there. They just have a, he's it's like a, it's a plethora of weapons he's got out there in Tampa Bay, which I think they, they should be utilizing way more. I think it's just think it's Bruce Arians not clicking with Tom Brady. They're yeah. kind of getting on the same page here. That's why they right. haven't been blowing out teams throughout the entire season. Right. Uh, so I think, quite frankly, they should have at least two more wins under their belt right now. I agree. Uh, but still, yeah, I think Tampa Bay is, is definitely a legitimate team. You know, can cause some noise in the playoffs. So a team that won't be causing noise in the playoffs, however, on the other opposite side of the spectrum is the New York Jets. Um, they won another game. God knows why, uh, but they, they decided to. And so now they've got two wins on the year, and they've offic- officially have locked up the number two seed in next year's NFL draft and not the number one seed. So basically they've lost out on Trevor Lawrence. Some people are saying, yeah, why did they win? Why did they win? Obviously everybody wants to win. No one wants to go out a a complete loser, of course. But so now that it's pretty much, it's a foregone conclusion that the Jaguars, they're going to get the number one seed. Then they will probably be drafting Trevor Lawrence. If indeed he does come out, he has not said that he will be coming out of Clemson this year. Mm -hmm. Um, They've got to, they have, they help. He's got to finish out this season. He's got to get a game to play tonight against Ohio state, you know, and matter of fact, the Alabama uh, Notre Dame game is going on right now as we speak, but Trevor Lawrence has not officially said he's coming out. It's expected. Yes, he will come out. Uh, He will forego his senior season, but if the jets don't, let's say that, let's say that the Jaguars do pick Trevor Lawrence at number one, do the jets go for a quarterback themselves or they do, they go another route, completely another position at all position completely there. Obed. I think it's in their best interest to hold on to uh, Sam Darnold get him some protection up front get a young running back back there with him uh add a a wide receiver i mean listen the number two pick a team will give you a buttload of picks for the number two pick you can trade down you can pull you can pull a patriots you can pull a patriots and not even early Patriots, not even the late uh, edition of the patriots i'm talking about early patriots i'm talking about 1997 98 patriots that traded down through the draft for years and then just picked up a bunch of guys you can go get the wide receiver you need the offensive tackle you need the running back that you need uh and retool that team really you need to get rid of adam gase and start over with a guy who would actually know what to do with like uh robert saleh uh as your head coach get him from uh from the san francisco Francisco 49ers allow you know let him leverage the fact that you have a really good defense a defense that can get after the quarterback a defense that can cover in the middle uh, mm-hmm. and then build around that mm-hmm. um you know what what good is justin fields going to do you i have heard some pundits on the college football uh uh you know d- uh, desks talking about justin fields maybe needs another year mm-hmm. i want you to know that the person who said that was brady quinn one thing i cannot stand about analysis of sports is mm-hmm. how many of these people are losers who are talking yeah. about the game when trent dilfer talks about football 
what are you doing? Right. When Dan Orlovsky, Dan Orlovsky was on a bunch of losing teams and was barely, was a good, team. He, he barely a good starting quarterback, but this is the guy that everybody jumps on. It's like, well, what do you think? I actually don't give an S what he thinks. Right. <laughs> when I, I love it's watching the same guy who football. ran out of the end zone, well, willingly ran out of the end, back of the end zone, call it getting a safety by himself. Like he didn't know that you can't run out of the back of the end zone. Like that's yeah. not out of bounds. What yeah. are you doing? You don't know your yeah. situational awareness. You're supposed to be a quarterback. <laughs> You're supposed to have the best situational awareness on the field. Right. But yeah, uh, I, you know, I love international rules football. I, there, there's this guy, uh, Alexi Lawless. Alexi Lawless is probably, you know, the only American football soccer player who has enough chutzpah to be on uh, the, the desk. And he is a buffoon when it comes to understanding <laughs> the game by comparison to guys who actually played at the top flight level and won things of value. And yeah. that's what I'm tired of seeing these guys who say, like, so maybe Justin Fields doesn't need to come out, but I think it would be good for him to spend one more year as Ohio State's quarterback in a year that was not the COVID season to mm-hmm. prove that. Right, because he only played, what, five games this year. So yeah, you're 100%. He didn't really get enough experience. You know, I, quite frankly, I think he got cheated out of a, a complete season. He got cheated out of a possible get a high Heisman uh, uh, candidacy there as well, too. But yeah, I'm 100% agreeing with you that the Jets should actually, if they're if they're not going to, let's say this, if they're, if they're going to stick at number two, don't draft a quarterback. Um, draft draft another position, whether it's an offensive lineman or or another, let's say a receiver or running back, something like that. But yeah, even but I think more importantly, they should trade down, gather up some picks. I don't think they should give up on Sam Darnold. I'm hundred percent on page with you, Obed. I don't think give up on Sam Darnold. I don't. It's really Adam Gase that was Sam Darnold's downfall these past two years. 100%. So I think you get rid of Adam Gase, bring in another guy there. Um, let's so that it can develop Sam Donald the right way and efficiently. And then you surround them. Cause look, look, look at this jets offense. Okay. Look at the, they're starting this wide receivers. They offense? They're starting wide receivers are Jameson Crowder, Brashard Perriman and Denzel Mims. These are not number one or number, even number two, they're number three wide receivers at best. Yeah. You know, maybe Crowder's a number two. Okay, fine. But that's it. They're, you don't have a legitimate number one receiver or a running back in Ty Johnson. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, you know, and you got a Frank Gore out there who who's been put on IR, but you know he's what 87 years old. The fact that Adam Gase signs to teams and then keeps bringing in Adam uh, Frank Gore, this is problematic. He's there to tank and get picks so that they can do a rebuild. He's doing an, an in front of everybody rebuild. His, mm-hmm. his, he's the fixer. If you guys haven't figured it out yet, Adam Gase is the fixer. They bring him in to burn down everything so you can start over. But yeah. his job is done. He doesn't deserve to be a part of what is going to be the future. Yeah, I, yeah. So I think that the Jets need to just go in another direction, keep Sam Darnold, and you know what, and rebuild and get rid of Adam Gase. Um, another another news, the quarterback news: the Rams quarterback Jared Goff ended up having thumb surgery, so he will be missing the season finale um, this week. Uh, against the Arizona Cardinals. They're going with first season, uh, what's, the, what's the guy's name? John Wolford, who will be making his NFL debut. So yeah, good luck to the Rams there. So Wolford isn't willful. Yeah, hopefully, because the Rams need this win to get in the playoffs. I think they, if they win, they get in the playoffs. But um, have we seen the last of Jared Goff in a LA Rams uniform a bit? Um, he's got cap hits of 65 and a half million and 30.9 million over the next two years. I don't know who wants that contract. I don't know who wants who wants a quarterback who can't read the defense when the mic goes off. Like he is the puppeteer. He is the Pinocchio to Sean McVay's Geppetto. And, you know, <laughs> it's not good when they've got no strings on him. Um, you know, I don't know how you move on. Honestly, I feel like these teams, again, overpaid the guy who was the quarterback for the sole fact that he was the quarterback. Oh, and, right. you know, I just don't know what he, what he brings to the table. It's, He's just not worth that money. It's kind of like Carson Wentz and Philly, right? A hundred percent. I mean, you know, what is it? They got a cap the hit of like 60 some odd million dollars next mm-hmm. year or something like that. Yeah. Um, they, there's no way you're going to like, who wants this guy who these are reclamation projects. Right. And, and if Jared Goff's best, uh, play is handing off to the running back. He's going to have to go to a team where you can hide him uh, and hope that he comes out of it. But again, I don't know why as a quarterback, you can't read defense. It's the same thing with Ben Simmons. I don't know as a basketball player, you, you can't, can't shoot, shoot the ball, player. right? Yeah. What, what are you doing, dude? Have you not, are you not practicing? Like, That's it's not even practice. Cause we know he's paid to go to practice. What are you doing in the off time? Right, I yeah. hope that you're not on Madden. I hope <laughs> that you're not on TikTok, Dude, I, I better not be, but man, I'm wondering, I, I don't think, I don't think the Rams will release Jared Goff this offseason. I think if anything, they trade. Um, but more so, more certainly, I think if, if, if he's not going to be there, they would trade him. But I think that he will. He I think he will return. I think Sean McVay still has faith in Jared Goff. Um, I think they need to bring in um, some other pieces and get that offense rolling. And once again, how they what, and go back to what they got them in that Super Bowl run. Um, yeah. You know, they came up short in that, but we'll see what happens there. Hopefully. 
if the Rams do win, he'll get healthy. He'll come back for that playoff push. Um, and they, because they're certainly going to need him. But I don't think they're going to come out uh, looking like the same team that they were this weekend with these, uh, new, this new QB. So unfortunately, that's unfortunate for the Rams, though. The other quarterback news, Washington released their second-year quarterback, Dwayne Haskins. I think we talked about it, what, a couple weeks ago that – Haskins might be done. Um, and it looks sure enough, Washington gets rid of him, you know, just poor play, just off the field issues, things like that. Just not, there's been reports of him not just taking the game seriously, kind of being immature. You know, this is another example of giving a young person too much money and too much fame up front and, you know, and letting them run wild. That's basically all it is. You know, we see it all the time with celebrities, with musicians and actors and actresses and things like that. You, when you give young people money and fame, they don't know how to, they don't always know how to handle it. Now it's not, it's no, not, it's, it's not, not fair all of them, yeah, but, it's not all of them, but a majority of them, and this one happens, you know, so can, can he really turn his career around and empower and end up really and be a legitimate player in this league? God, we talked about it before. I thoroughly believe that he was a project and the skins were not ready to take on a project. Mm. The skins Washington football the, team. Yeah. Well, damn it. I got to stop calling that. <laughs> um, the Washington football team was not ready to take on a project. He, yeah. he is one had one season. One season as a starter at Ohio State. Yes, he had a great opportunity. He had a great mm-hmm. season there. It's some. It's the same as Cardale Jones. Great uh, uh, highlights for that one year that you got to do something. But he was not an NFL starter or it, or even a backup. He's a project. And dude, the- there's been many Ohio State quarterbacks. Excuse me, I didn't mean to cut you off there, yeah, bit, but there's been a, so many Ohio State quarterbacks in the past 10, 20 years who just aren't really legitimate. You mean Cardale Jones, J.T. Barrett, Troy Smith. You know, yeah. Ohio State doesn't. Oh, there's guess. another one in there too who ended up being a wide receiver uh, for the longest time. He played out with the uh, with the uh, Raiders as well when they were in Oakland. I can't remember his name, but he was also a wide receiver. He was a quarterback for mm-hmm. Ohio State, and I mean, he just he was just an athletic guy who could make plays at the at the college level and was beasting on people, but mm-hmm. was not a quarterback. And I don't know why they keep falling Terrell for the Pryor. Terrell Pryor. Pryor. There you go. Yes. Right. Another guy, he, you know, and, and for me, I just think this is good for both parties. You go back to when they drafted uh, Dwayne Haskins, the look on his face, the, the, the lot, the, the blood flew from his face. He dropped his head. He didn't want to go there. Hmm. Guys don't want to go there and they don't know what they're doing when they take guys like that. Like and that's his hometown I, team too. Remember he's his home. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I'm sure he has a lot of their paraphernalia, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't wear it ever. Okay, <laughs> like let's be honest here. Like he, this is probably good for both parties because he yeah. needs to like go work on his game or go somewhere out. He needs he really needs to be with a quarterback. So he might mm-hmm. need to go down and be with Bruce Arians, right? Yeah, Maybe sit right. behind Brady and understand what that's like. Maybe I, he needs to go out to out Indianapolis. Washington's a bad Brady. organization. You know, I've said Washington's it before. a bad organization. Dan Snyder is one of the worst owners in all of sports, if not if the not worst. The worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I. I I've said that numerous times on this show and I know all fair as well too, but yeah, it might, this might be the best thing that it's, it's happened to, which might be the best thing for Haskins. He might be go to another organization and actually really develop and develop his skills and get, and get back out on the field. You know, yeah. it's unfortunate that he came down to this, but Hey, sometimes these little hiccups are, are do make you a better person and all, and have and make your career better. But yeah, I mean, who knows? Does he go to Tampa Bay? Does he, I mean, because he maybe I'm thinking maybe even Carolina go sit behind learn from Teddy Bridgewater something like Wouldn't that. Wouldn't be a bad move, you know. Uh, honestly, like and and really, him getting benched and losing his opportunity to even he wasn't even taking backup reps. He mm-hmm. was out there just arms crossed, not even throwing a football around because Rivera didn't like what he saw uh, behind closed doors. I think mm-hmm. that was a bad move by Rivera. I think mm-hmm. he, Rivera, he's not even your kid. You, you didn't draft him. Right. He didn't know he was coming there. He probably didn't want to be there. You didn't want him, but you can't, you can't do a kid dirty like that, right? These kids, I'm sorry. Today's society of kids that age are not hard. I don't care what you see on the internet. I don't, they, they there's a lack of struggle associated with some of these kids. They lived most of their entire lives online. A lot of it is pomp and circumstance, and they don't know what some people had to go through to get to where they're at. It's a reason why Michael Jordan's kids will never be Michael Jordan, you know, mm. now, <laughs> Ed McCaffrey's kid. Ed McCaffrey's kid <laughs> is stunting. You know what I mean? Like, let's. I'll give him that. Right. Let's go. Hey, he's paid. All you got to say. Let me not get into the lyrics here. Uh, but, but yeah, I just I felt like that is when the downhill started, and the only reason he got his job back was because there was an injury to the starter, and the backup was not ready. But Taylor Heineke looks good. Let's go ODU grab. Let's see what he's got. Mm. 
Okay. All right. We'll see. What, let's see what happens there in Washington. But and going back to your favorite team, uh, New England, Obed, this is going to be their first losing season in 20 years. <laughs> Coming off that that demolishing by the Bills on Monday night and the other day. But, dude, let me ask you this. What's their biggest offseason concern? Uh, I mean, I guess I think it's probably the biggest one is probably the quarterback situation. I mean, you can agree with me or not, but I guess even if it is, or even if it's not, what, what, what else after that, Obed, what do, what is the, what do the Patriots really need to work on this off season to get them back to the level that they, they as they have been back for the last 20 years. So, you know, that I don't know if they'll ever get back to that level. Let's be honest here. You cannot lose out on the, the new England Patriots had a hall of fame quarterback through the nineties by the name of Drew Bledsoe, right? Drew Bledsoe's backup came into the game and he was replaced by a Hall of Fame quarterback, a first ballot Hall of Famer, replacing a third ballot Hall of Famer mm-hmm. in Tom Brady. It, it, America, listen to me. They're never going to get back to that unless they get another Hall of Famer. It, you're not, you're not, there, there are so many holes on this team. And really, their biggest problem is the quarterback position. They have, they don't have a guy who can effectively throw the ball. It has been painful watching Cam Newton play this season. It's over. Cam, it's over. Like, stop, stop. You used your moneymaker, your arm as a battering ram because you refused to learn how to drop dimes, how to make every throw. You just figured that you could run around and you're never, your father time is undefeated. So if you look at Tom Brady, what's what's he still able to do? He's able to throw the ball. Philip Rivers, finally arm is loosened up. He's able to throw the ball. uh, 37-year-old Aaron Rodgers can throw the ball if you cannot throw the ball. Look at uh, 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 Josh McCowan. They would call Josh McKenna. The Chicago Bears would call this guy up. He would be, you know, a substitute teacher in a math in a math <laughs> class, and he would come in and play the game and throw. At, mind, I want to. I won a forty something years old. Forty something year old. I won a uh, fantasy football championship on his arm coming off of a, a backup because he threw twelve touchdowns to uh, to a rookie uh, uh, Mike Evans. You wow. have to be able to throw the ball, and Cam Newton cannot do that. He has not been able, able to do that his entire career. I don't know why people are like, oh my god, look at what he does. What be unable to throw a five yard dump off? Off to the running back he's putting mm-hmm. balls in the dirt on a running back who's five yards away from him. stop it um I QB mean, is the biggest one yeah he hasn't been the same since his 2015 mvp winning season when he threw for 35 touchdowns and over 3800 yards i mean he has that was the only time in his career he threw for threw for more than 30 touchdowns i mean this year he's thrown five yeah five, oh. including 10 interceptions Fact and he, that year that he won the MVP, NFL MVP, he was only throwing fifty four percent of his completing fifty four percent of his passes. Anyways, Tom Brady was completing sixty two percent coming out of college. Mm. Stop it! But I think it was I think it was about fifty nine. But even still, even still, even still, it's not sixty percent. And there are high, there are college quarterbacks coming in throwing over sixty yeah. percent. Um. So you know, with the eight COVID defections, I think they'll be back when they get you know, uh, uh, Belichick lost his signal caller in Dante Hightower when he defected right. for COVID nineteen. Patrick Chung defected Patrick Chung. that. Patrick yep. Chung was covering the tight end for them very well since he returned to the team after some time away from them Mm -hmm. um you know there's some other players across the defense some other offensive linemen players offensive line players uh and then they lost out to individuals in free agency as you know most of his a lot of his defense was depleted uh they still Mm -hmm. didn't play Mm -hmm. terribly but you know they right now they have a litany of youth on the roster they have pieces that they can work with and potentially next year they'll have about 51 million in cap space that they did not have over the last two years and a top 15 first round pick that i assume that they're going to trade down from uh, and see what they can do about bolstering up the rest of the holes. I think they're in a good spot. I think they'll be a playoff team again next year. Will they be a low playoff seed? Absolutely. Will they play better? It, yes, but I think a lot of it comes down to who's going to be your quarterback. And if they do bring in a quarterback mm-hmm. and it isn't an, uh, a veteran, mm-hmm. there's going to be growing pains. You cannot put the, again, you have to stop thinking about replacing Tom Brady. You have to think about how you can support whoever the next guy is to get back to at least that last playoff spot. I think it's not only just a quarterback. You need some, I think you need, a plethora of other other aspects as well too as far as the wide receiver position and even the running back position even though i don't think the running back position is terrible i think the wide receiver position is is going to be the um uh, second biggest concern after the quarterback let's say you bring in a guy like carson wentz you know what i mean he's going to need somebody to throw the ball to you know uh you might you want to you might want to assure up that you know that defensive line you you know and something like that so i think the patriots going to need to do some work in the offseason obviously the quarterback situation is not great with cam i'm not sure where where cam even ends up if he's even in the league next year he's probably not he's not because he can't he can't deliver the ball but who's going to pay him to run and how many hits can he take before he gets injured again two surgeries on that shoulder i mean he's just he looks like he's wearing a sling again yeah, his, his numbers were just awful this year. He, he doubled the amount of interceptions that he had for touchdowns. You know, that just tells you right there. It's just 
awful dude you know he's not what he was and it's unfortunate but hey mm-hmm. we'll see what we'll see what happens there uh the packers rolled rolled uh, last week as well too but this week they got some unfortunate news they've lost their one of their i think there's one of their starting offensive linemen to a torn acl old man if i'm not mistaken yeah. right yep so this yep. is gonna hurt them quite yep this is gonna hurt them and their super bowl chances i i feel like extremely you know i mean they're they're looking they're trying to sew up the first uh the top seed in the nfc this week against the bears one and how far can they go without their top one of their best offense offensive linemen there see my concern is that that they're not they, they might have a problem i mean we're talking about david bakhtiari i think he's been uh all pro the majority of his career he's definitely a pro bowler this year and he protects the blind side for uh their quarterback uh and aaron Rodgers. it's it's really hard to you know best they have some guys that can shuffle things around but you know I, this is this is something that they're going to have to overcome. If Aaron Rodgers really wants to prove that he's the MVP of this league, he's going to come out here and have a very convincing Week 17 win uh, against the Vikings uh, in a uh, excuse me, not against the Vikings. They're playing against the, against the Bears. Uh, against the Bears. Against the Bears. You just said mm-hmm. uh, he has a very cool, and the Bears who are on the upswing right now. He's going to have to have a very convincing time uh, trying to keep himself upright uh, against Khalil Mack and that of uh, that front four. Yeah, I mean that's that's a definitely a big blow to the Packers there, um, losing their all pro uh, offensive tackle there. But man, um, I still think the Packers can do some things. Aaron Rodgers is that, is that bad man? We've talked about it so many times. But hey, this definitely changes things now. Yeah. Uh, of course, as you said, he protects that blind side for for a Rod. So hopefully they get somebody else in there to fill that role. And you know what? And to keep on rolling, we'll see how that goes. Um, in other news, I don't know if you saw this, Obed. But there was an article in regards to your man Johnny Football, just Johnny Manziel, who was returning for a fan-based startup league called the Fan Controlled Football. It was basically a, it was a feature seven-on-seven games where fans actually set the rosters, call plays, and interact in a blend of traditional and esports e- environments. So I thought this was a kind of a cool thing, but I'm wondering right now what the hell is this like is this legit a legitimate thing it's going to happen here i love the fact that they're trying to involve fans more Heck, mm-hmm. we're fans you know mm-hmm. football you know mm-hmm. what i mean so i think it's kind of cool but mm-hmm. what really what can we expect from this kind of this kind of league here i, I really don't know i'm kind of kind of flabbergasted to say the least Uh, so, uh, first I want to say it is absolutely a very like forefront, you know, league where they're trying to, uh, bring in the element of the fan experience, right. Which has always been huge, right. The more fans you can get into anything, the better your, your product is going to be. The XFL was surviving for a little bit there off of the, uh, the fan base that, you know, actually went out and the sport. I went to a DC defenders game. Uh, you know, I was hoping to see uh, stone cold, Steve Austin stun someone, but you know, that wasn't the kind of product (laughs) they're putting out there. Um, uh, but is this a legit league? Negative, Ghost Rider. The formation is full. Um, I'm surprised that we are even talking about it. I don't know what's the word entertainment, but we talk about entertainment and we talk about sports, and that's the intersection that this is at. Yeah. Um, for me, you know, what, what happens to people who are not relevant? They go and do things that seem interesting, right? When you can't box anymore, you go and do celebrity boxing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Manziel, I, and I think he, it's time to retire Johnny football. I think we need to trade, uh, change football to trash can um, yeah. because a lot of the things he's done since he left the nfl has been trash garbage um you know i mean i'm happy to see that he's got something i mean he's played in the afa the i believe it's the afa he's played in the uh the Canadian football league as well cfl as well too it's unfortunate his career he just fizzled out you know too many off the field issues you know and addictions and things like that but we we wish him the best but man I don't know this this league here thing. I'm not really sure what to think about it. I need more information. I need to see it. You know what I mean. So, yeah. but I think it's I think it's cool that you want to get fans more involved in the product. So we'll see how that goes. It's um, like real life Madden, like real life Madden. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Um, oh, side note: some other NFL news quickly. Um, Dolphins QB Ryan Fitzpatrick also tested positive for the coronavirus as well too. So now this leaves just two are going up against this week, fighting for their playoff lives. Um, you know, so I think they're playing. They're facing the Patriots, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Excuse me, they're facing Buffalo. They're facing Buffalo. So that's going to be a tough one for them there. But I'm wondering, can Tua actually lead Miami to the playoffs and even maybe to make a run? When you said they were playing uh, New England, I was like, oh, okay, that they probably could. And you said Buffalo? Oh, hell no. Sherman, <laughs> come on now. You, you ain't, that wasn't even you right, you mad. But you mad if you think he's about to do anything. Listen, yeah. I, I just – 
he was behind center for many of the wins that they've had. You know, I mean, they've, he's played a lot of good football for them. Uh, you know, his numbers haven't been terrible. Uh, you know, I just, I just don't think he's completing enough passes. Yes. He's, he's completing six, 65%. You know, he's gone for 1400 yards and 20, 232 passes. Um, 10 touchdowns, two interceptions, 6.3 yards per average is not great. Uh, I just think that a lot of the, what they'll need to do is focus on getting the ball to the tight end, uh, you know, making sure that the, he plays well with Miles Gaskin underneath, uh, you know, maybe they'll get something from Devontae Parker, Jakeem Grant. I just, I don't see him getting a W this for the last week of the season against right. the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo right. Bills are not going to rest starters. They're going to mm-hmm. come out here and they'll probably have a very comfortable lead if they were to, to rest starters before the end of this game. I don't, I don't think they will because they're trying, they're fighting for that their number two seed because if they, I believe if they lose and Pittsburgh wins, yes, if they lose and Pittsburgh wins, Pittsburgh gets a two seed, Buffalo drops down to the three seed. So right mm-hmm. now, so if they yeah. win, they lock up that two seed. So I think that's, that's really a push that they want to go in the direction they want to go in. So yeah, I, I think it's going to be a tough one for two of there and uh, with, with the dolphins, of course, let's get into you, right. You mad uh, section here on what's the word entertainment. I'll bet I'm going to say to you, sir, it is fair for a six or seven win team to make the playoffs, i.e. the NFCs over a potential 10 or 11 win team. Sherman, you mad. It is not fair for a six or seven win team to make the playoffs over a 10 or 11 win team, but every division has to give us a winner. And then we place the wild cards. So at the end of the day, we are always going to have one, if not two of these terribly woeful teams coming out of their division to represent because every division has to have a winner we can mm-hmm. we, it's the it's the fairest thing you can do is make sure that all four divisions out of the nfc and the nfc are represented and then you figure out what happens during the wild card games uh i know it sounds crazy you know but and and the hope is that hey they, at least they got a division winner they definitely probably didn't get a wild card team out of that group as well um so you know it, it is what it is it's unfortunate yes but hey if you don't if you don't make your well if you're a 12 10 12 win team you're at least going to be a wild card team right right right. so you yeah you got to go on the road that's unfortunate but you can go and beat that six win team and if you don't it's just like hey you 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 shot yourself in the foot because there's no reason for you to lose that game okay all right all right now sherman i got a question for you yes sir you right you mad packers qb aaron Rodgers gets mvp with convincing week 17 win man i gotta say you right um i it's i think it's between him and patrick mahomes um and even though patrick mahomes the packers got the packers at 14 to 1 uh we've got the chiefs at 14 to 1 excuse me and great bay is at 12 and 3 and let's say the packers get this win they wrap up you know uh home field advantage throughout the playoffs i think this is the year of aaron Rodgers. um if he comes out and have a bad game, let's say the Bears Bears beat them and Pat and the Chiefs win and go get it, go fifteen and one. I think it leans more to um, my homie Mahomes. But uh, man, if Aaron Rodgers torches torches Chicago, let's say for four hundred yards and four score and three going to Devontae Adams like he's been doing, yeah, I think I think he definitely gets MVP. He's been on a tear this year ever since they drafted Jordan Love. I think he had the mindset of you know what? Oh yeah, you're gonna draft my heir apparent. All right, I got you. We'll see how it goes. And he just said, screw it, yo, I'm going all out. You know, he said, F it, you know what I mean? So yeah. he just said, you know, I'm doing what I got to do, showing them that I can still play. You know, he's, he's leading the league in touchdown passes with 44. He's got over 4,000 yards passing. He's only eight, with only five interceptions. Let me say that again, Crazy. 44 touchdowns and five interceptions. And he's number one in QBR, ladies and gentlemen, with 83.9, number one in the league in QBR. So he's his numbers are are right there with anyone in the league. I think you have to kind of go towards Aaron Rodgers. Like I said, I would not be, um, let's say, mad, you know, if Patrick Mahomes got it. You know, he's throwing for almost 5,000. He probably will get 5,000. He's got, he's at 47, over 4,700 yards right now. So he was 300 yards in the, in the, in the, week, in the week 17. He's got, he's at 5,000, okay? Yeah. Um, he's he's set, he's tied for second in touchdown passes. And he's got only six interceptions. So he's right there. And he's second in QBR. So him and him and Rodgers are right there. I get it. Yeah. But I just think that this is the year for A-Rod and no one was expecting it. People are expecting this from Patrick Mahomes every single season. You know, we've seen what Absolutely. he's capable love i don't the track think... team that has his wide receiver core exactly so i think this is kind of like oh this is patrick this is just patrick mahomes being patrick mahomes so i think yeah. that if a rod goes off this week he gets mvp 
Yeah, I'm going to have to echo your sentiments on that one. Uh, and one thing that uh, Aaron Rodgers does own is himself. He has the best passer rating at 119.4. Um, he's just murdering his numbers right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you, you said you draft my heir apparent, I'm going nowhere apparent, bro. You're going to watch me do this work. Mm-hmm. And I think that he has, com- you know, uh, uh, sounded the alarm and stepped up to the bell in this fight for his, not, not really for his job, but, you know, what happens in a couple of years, you are going to have to... Can you can you trade this? You're going to have to resign him, and now you're going to look stupid for drafting Jordan Love. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, I'm not sure. I think he's got what another year or two on his contract. Yes, I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. two years, two years. So they're going to have to start okay. talking next year. After after next year, if they don't talk, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, but I mean, look at look at Jordan. I don't think Jordan loves Jordan Love minds sitting behind a Rod. Look look what it did for Aaron Rodgers. He sat behind a far for almost four seasons. And now he's probably one of the best talents we, the game has ever seen. So yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea for Jordan Love to sit there and learn from one of the best Q, QBs that's ever graced the NFL. Let, let's get into the picks now, Obed. Um, coming off week 16, um, we did okay. No, actually, not too shabby at all. I went 12-4. and four. You went 11-5. Um, you're up five games on me, so unfortunately, it looks like you're going to take this one for the year. Um, so kudos to you, Obed. So let's get into the Appreciate picks that. First up, Miami at Buffalo. Then we talked about this briefly one a little bit ago. Buffalo all the way. Miami all has the nothing way. for them. Circling these wagons into the playoffs. Yes, sir. Um, Baltimore at Cincinnati. Um, Baltimore, obviously. Baltimore's been on a roll. They're fighting for their playoff lives here. Um, I think if they win, uh, they're in, if I'm not mistaken. So, but yeah, they're definitely trying to get this uh, wild card spot. So I'm going Baltimore. I mean, yeah. Baltimore, Baltimore, excuse me. Going Baltimore as well. I mean, I, I just see them closing this out. I mean, I see what Cincinnati has for them. So, hey, Cincinnati got the Pittsburgh, but I don't think they're getting baltimore yep uh pittsburgh at cleveland another afc north matchup there um you know what's funny i was actually gonna go pittsburgh in this one but i will go cleveland pittsburgh has already uh wrapped up that division so i think and in cleveland is again same thing with baltimore trying to fire for that playoff last playoff spot you know as well too so i'm actually gonna go cleveland with the upset here um and they get they get in the playoffs yeah, I gotta. I I think Pittsburgh is gonna do their best to defend. They like the last thing they want is losing this game and Buffalo taking the two seed and them having the three seed. They're not gonna, you know. It, it's it's still I believe home field advantage. Um. Yes. If Pittsburgh gets the three, they'll have their first round wild card round as a home field. If, if they get the three okay. seed, they will have that mm. first round home field. But remember, if Buffalo wins, they get they get the number two seed. That's it. Oh. Okay. So so, so, hmm, so Buffalo. Right. So back there, the Buffalo's number two right now. Pittsburgh's number three. Pittsburgh has to win and hope Buffalo loses for them to for them for their Pittsburgh to move uh, back into the two seed. So so they so like I said, that's why I say. It's not really going to matter. They're really pretty much they've locked up that three seed, if I'm not mistaken. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. so they, they, yes, Pittsburgh has locked so up the three, at least the three seed. So I don't think they're going to care as much. Uh, would they like to get the number two seed? Sure. But I think Cleveland's going to come out with that sense of urgency because they need this win to actually just get in the playoffs. Okay, yeah, I'm, like, I'm going to change my pick to Cleveland based on that logic alone. I mean, that, that makes sense. I didn't know that uh, they had already locked up their seating and it wasn't really a big issue and they'll still be playing at home for their first game. So yeah. I don't see this much, much an issue. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, let's go. To, keep going. Minnesota at Detroit. I'm going to Minnesota. You know, Minnesota. Detroit's just, yep. Detroit's a mess. Uh, Jets at your Patriots, Obed. Honestly, I don't even know. The Patriots damn near lost this other this first matchup to the Jets on Monday night. So I'm gonna go New England just because the Jets are just bad. You know, as we all as we well know, we only have two yeah. wins. But honestly, the Jets could actually win this game. The Jets could actually win this game. Uh, I believe that Damian Harris is not going to be there. Uh, Shaq Mason is not going to be there. David Andrews is not going to be there. But, uh, you know, it's home field advantage. And I know Bill, the way Bill hit that through that phone, my Mm. God, I know they're going to want this W. He man. um, (laughs) Dallas at New York football and Giants. I'm going to go Dallas here. Um, Giants is playing bad football. Dallas is fighting. They they can actually get in the playoffs. As bad as the NFC, as bad as Dallas has been, which is just ridiculous. We talked about this, you know, having such a low win percentage. Um, They could get in the playoffs if they win and Washington loses. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Dallas. I'm also going to go Dallas. I feel like they, I mean, they showed me something last week against Philly. I thought Philly was going to come in and do whatever they wanted to do to Dallas was like, no, we're going to defend our home. So, right, right. you know, let me, let me go see if they can do this. Yep. Um, Atlanta at Tampa Bay. I'm, go, I'm going Tampa Bay. Um, I'm going Tampa Bay. I don't even know. If, yeah. It's an easy one for me. Tampa Bay. Yep. Green Bay at Chicago. I'm going Green Bay. They're trying to lock up, like we said before, that number one seed in the NFC. Um, even though without Bakhtiari, as you mentioned before, I'll still go Packers. I'm going Green Bay. Watch out for Robin Tanyan to come out here and, and get like three touchdowns just out of nowhere. All right. Las Vegas at Denver. I'm going to go with Vegas. Um, Denver just 
too much of a rotation of that QB position. So I'm not, they don't really know what, what direction they're going in, I feel. So I'm going to go with the Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Raiders as well. Yep. Uh, Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Jacksonville is the worst team in football with coming over there. Win, what, 15, 15 losses in a row? They haven't won since that week one. Um, Indianapolis. Indy. Yep. Well, LA Chargers at Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes. Let's go, Chiefs. It's the Chiefs, yeah. Yep. Arizona at LA Rams. Um, being that Goff is not playing, I will be going with Arizona. Uh, I believe Arizona um, is has uh, is fighting for a playoff spot. They need. I think if they win um, that game, they can still. They can believe they still can get in the playoffs. I think this is another divisional matchup here. So if they win, and I think if Chicago loses, I think they're they're in. Uh, or you know, so I think that's a key for them. Kyler Murray will have a big game. Like I said, Rams won't be the same without Goff. I completely agree with Al Goff. I, I don't know what the, the, I don't think Goff and, excuse me, Wolford is mm-hmm. going to give them what they're getting from Goff, but at the same time, I don't think Wolford takes enough snaps as a starter to know what he's about to do in that offense. So I'm going to go with Arizona. Exactly. Seattle at San Francisco. Um, going to go, going to go Seattle. Yeah. I mean, we all know San Francisco has been riddled with injuries most of the season. So let's go see. Yes. Yeah. Happy to see George Kittle back again, but it's not going to be enough to beat Seattle. Yep. 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 Um, New Orleans at Carolina. We talked about Alan Kamara will not be playing this weekend due to testing positive for the coronavirus, but I'll still go to New Orleans anyway. Carolina doesn't, doesn't have enough, especially without Chris McCaffrey. Absolutely. I can't remember the name of the backup there, but they'll get it done. Yeah. I'm, I can't remember. Um, is it he uh, used to be at the Latavius Vikings. Murray Latavius Murray I think Latavius Murray will be fine back there yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. especially like I said Chris McCaffrey he barely got to play this season it's unfortunate but yeah, yeah. uh let's go let's go Saints um Tennessee at Houston I think Tennessee all the way uh Derek Henry's gonna be rolling running all over uh, yeah King Texas. Henry is gonna get a watch out he's gonna give them put somebody on a poster with a stiff arm <laughs> yep yep and then the last game of the week is Sunday night football it is Washington at Philadelphia Washington fighting for their playoff lives if they win they're in uh but you know what now that we talked about Haskins is not there Alex Smith they're unsure of Alex Smith it will be ready to go then coming off that hip injury if I'm not mistaken Obed mm-hmm. um so with that being said I'm gonna go Philadelphia I'm also going Philly. I think Philly learned a lot in a tough loss to Dallas. Uh, you know, I think I, I like want to see the resolve of Jalen Hurts. I think the the team plays so much better with Jalen under center um, mm-hmm. that I I have faith in them. I just don't know what Washington is going to do. Tyler Henneke is going to be okay. He's just not going to be enough to win this game. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so that's going to be a good one there. Uh, folks, I think that will do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. Quick side note, it's halftime of the Rose Bowl. Alabama's beating Notre Dame 21-7. to I think we both picked Alabama on that one. Notre Dame doesn't have a chance going against them. But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us. This is the first episode of 2021. Yes, we are Ooh, in a new year. Yep, yep. Glad to, glad to be back. Glad to be held, happy and healthy and keep everyone safe this year. I'll bet any last words for the people before we head out. Hey, we got a brand new year. Obviously, wear your mask, wash your hands, social distance. Think about who you're who you're doing this for. Think about other people, uh, and start focusing on the things you want to see and complete. We got tons of time in your hands because you're in uh, you're at home all the time. Like, make the most of it. Don't let it be another lost year because we lost one that wasn't our doing. Yep, yep. Well said, my friend. Folks, don't forget to check us out on Alpha Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, as well on Twitter at the W W E N T Four Bed. I am Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.